Hey guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome back to Sh Periods. We are one week away from the 2020 presidential election, and we strongly believe in fighting for positive change through the power of the vote. With that in mind, here's a short list of why you should not vote for Donald Trump. This list was compiled largely from an upcoming September 2020 issue of The Atlantic titled, Is This the Beginning of the End of American Racism? In 2019, Donald Trump tweeted out, So interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. This was tweeted on July 14, 2019. Trump went on to say, why don't they go back and fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came, then come back and show us how it is done? Th these places need your help badly. You cannot leave fast enough. He was talking uh, about Congresswoman Ilhan Omar from Minnesota, Rashid Tlaib from Michigan, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from New York City, and Ayanna Presley from Massachusetts. Three of these four Congresswomen are citizens of the United States, born on American soil, so um, we don't know what he meant when he said they should go back to where they came from, but that's what he said. Uh, in 2015, Trump, when he began his presidential campaign, also continued perpetuating the birther claims that Barack Obama was born in Kenya and not on American soil. He also claimed that Mexican immigrants were bringing drugs and crime and that they are rapists. Since his presidency, he has also actively lobbied to repeal DACA and the Affordable Care Act, legislation that largely affects people of color. In 2016, he enacted the first of his three travel bans, which largely target Muslim nations of Africa. Under his administration, Attorney General Jeff Sessions enacted some of the harshest prison sentences, a suspended overview of law enforcement agencies that demonstrated a pattern of racism. Trump's advisors, Steve Bannon and Stephen Miller, are also known white supremacists who enacted some of the harshest anti-immigration legislation in recent history. In a July 2020 interview with CBS News, journalist Catherine Herridge asked Trump about police brutality against African Americans, to which Trump replied, what a terrible question to ask. He also um, said that white people are also killed by the police, more white people, by the way. Uh, the article goes on to state that while more white Americans are killed by the police, black people are killed at higher rates. Black people have a fatality rate 2.8 times higher than white people at the hands of of the police. And lastly, on July 23rd, 2020, Trump, the Trump administration revoked the housing and urban development regulation designed to eliminate racial disparities in the suburbs. Housing advocates say that Trump's claims uh, about the rule are inaccurate and racist. Government research shows that LGBT people are less likely to own a home and fear discrimination when buying a home. Only 30% of black LGBT Americans own a home compared to 63. 3% of the overall population. For this next segment, we go to an article from the week discussing Trump, Donald Trump's history of sexism. These are direct quotations by Donald Trump in which he disparages women. On September 9th, 2015, Trump said about Carly Fiorina, a woman running for president, look at that face. Would anybody vote for that? Can you imagine that? The face of our next president. I mean, she's a woman, and I'm not supposed to say bad things, but really, folks, come on. Are we serious? On April 16, 2015, Trump said about Hillary Clinton, if Hillary Clinton can't satisfy her husband, what makes her think she can satisfy America? On December 21, 2015, Trump said 
I know where she went. It's disgusting. I don't want to talk about it. No, it's too disgusting. Don't say it. It's disgusting. This was about Hillary Clinton taking a bathroom break during a presidential debate. Trump said the following about Angelina Jolie in October of 2017. Angelina Jolie is sort of amazing because everyone thinks she is this great beauty. And I'm not saying she's an unattractive woman, but she's not beauty by any stretch of the imagination. I really understand beauty, and I will tell you she's not. I do own Miss Universe. I do own Miss USA. I mean, I own a lot of different things. I do understand beauty, and she's not. In this section, we will be talking about all the anti-LGBTQ policies Trump's administration has passed. Please refer to GLAD.org for a full list of Trump's anti-LGBT policies, but here are some examples. On August 19, 2020, the Department of Health and Human Services has been systematically discriminating against LGBTQ plus families and federally supported foster care programs. According to a new report from the U.S. House Ways and Means Committee, the committee found that federally founded agencies were granted a waiver to allow discrimination based on religion and sexual orientation, intentionally harming LGBTQ children, adults, and families. On July 28, 2020, three years after President Trump tweeted out a ban on transgender people in the military in any capacity, the White House says he's sticking with the policy. Each of the military service chiefs testified before Congress in 2018 that they had not seen reports that transgender service had disrupted unit cohesion. An article from Vox published on June 12, 2020 says, that on June 12, 2020, which was also the fourth anniversary of the Pulse shooting, where, which left 49 victims, including many queer and transgender people dead in, or, in, in Orlando, Florida nightclub, Trump's administration released Section 1557, which allowed doctors to discriminate against LGBTQ patients. In the last segment of Why You Should Not Vote for Trump, we are going to be talking about anti-Semitism. For the full article on Trump's anti-Semitic stances, please refer to the December 2019 Vanity Fair article titled, Trump Goes Full Anti-Semitic in a Room Full of Jewish People. In February 2017, Trump was asked about an upstick in an anti-Semitic crime and said, I am the least anti-Semitic person that you have ever seen in your life. Prior to the 2016 election, he tweeted a picture of candidate Hillary Clinton's face on the top of a pile of cash next to the Star of David with the message, most corrupt candidate ever. He also released an ad featuring prominent Jewish people with a voiceover claiming that they were part of a global power structure that robbed our working class and stripped our country of its wealth. Trump also called American Jews disloyal to Israel for voting for a Democrat. When speaking to the Israeli American Council in Hollywood, Florida, Trump said to his audience, a lot of you are in the real estate business because I know you very well. You're brutal killers, not nice people at all, he said. But you have to vote for me. You have no choice. You're not going to vote for Pocahontas, I can tell you that. You're not going to vote for the wealth tax. Yeah, let's take 100% of your wealth away. You refer to his history of sexism. It obviously affects women as a whole in this nation because it makes us feel unsafe in a country in which a lot of us were born in. 
and it makes us feel as though we are never going to be in the same level as men who have already been the most dominant part of our society for the past centuries in this country. Personally, I see um, America as a country that is more progressive than other countries with LGBT because, as you know, in a lot of countries, it's still illegal to um, even be LGBT. But seeing as the policy that Trump is putting in, it's as if we're moving backwards instead of forward. As in, like in this point in time, what is the point of going backwards? Well, this is a point where we need to be going forward, and by electing Trump again, he's just going to continue on with this, and he's going to continue taking us back taking us back as after everything that people have fought for and it's very harmful to kids who you know are growing up lgbt because then they're growing up in a world where they're not wanted at all by anyone and they're seeing this by the people that are, are head of the country that are trying to put laws and everything and are trying to put policies in place that don't allow them to be them like taking away health care that's some like um allowing doctors to refuse um to to care for patients that's just completely inhumane especially since he was doing this during covid when this is a, a national like a pandemic that everyone is dealing with it was extremely unfair to do that when it doesn't matter your race or your gender you still deserve to get help if you are if you do contract covid or if anything ever happens to you and that and that just shows that trump is anti-lgbt and i don't think there ever was a point i don't think there's anything that you could ever said that you know shows that he is pro-lgbt trump has a bit like he has always tried to push his christianity beliefs beliefs on this country and that one reason as to why so many christians did vote for him is because he heavily said that he was going to give god back his place in this country when on a country that was built on um, religious freedom you can't give god back his you can't you technically can't give God a place back in this country if it was never built on him in the first place because this is a country where any religious can come or even people who don't believe in religion can come and are supposed to feel safe here. So Donald Trump doing acts like that automatically is a, is being a hypocrite and he's not doing exactly like what is what this country was built on. And not to mention the fact that he always likes to say that he's like such a strong Christian, but whenever he's asked, he will not mention like a Bible verse that he supports. And he has a picture literally holding the Bible upside down. Exactly. Like, and a lot of priests have um have said their dislike of Trump because he makes a mockery of the Christianity community. Even like every single religion. Even like my own personal church has prayed for Donald Trump's sanity because at this point it's, it's, it's a laughing stock. <laughs> Not to mention, and a man who is very heavily dependent on a group of people who claim to be Christian, that he himself claims this identity as a part of his platform to have it be public knowledge that he does not attend the church that has been attended every Sunday by multiple previous presidents. Yet for him to still be so firm in that belief and in that mindset that he is a Christian president and that he has family values and all these different claims that he is making to attract his support and his basis of everyone who wants to say that they support him, having no actual proof or evidence, no actual previous attendance, and no actual you know, concrete evidence that you are part of a religion that you are so bent on exploiting 
is not something that you can rely on, especially for someone who's supposed to be in a position of leadership and of power. Because if you can exploit something like someone's belief system and manipulate it and turn it into something that is purely for your benefit, that's not what you would want in a leader. You're you're going to be a voting for someone who isn't going to be better, who isn't going to be benefiting you. And these are facts. These facts. We can't argue with the fact that he is homophobic and that he is racist and that he isn't with us. He's against us. And that's what people need to open their eyes and actually see that. This is a short list and we urge you to check out the sources we've mentioned in our episode. As we've said before, the election is only one week away and we're not being dramatic when we say that the fate of America rests in your vote. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at periods and on breath sprouts and Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. Period.